Hello. Hello. We are here with two alumni of the Industry Tactics podcast um, and a silly thing that we're trying, co-presenting the next batch of episodes uh, episodes 128 through to 131 coming up over the batch of ne- the next month. I'm here with uh, Scott Thompson and Karen Ng. Uh, welcome. Welcome to you both. Hi. Thanks, Rich. We're partnering up with the Guelph Jazz Festival. We're going to embark on this thing where I want to go deeper with you in terms of the work that you've been doing over the last year with Guelph Jazz Festival and the difficult ride it's been. I want to unpack some of some of that and where we find ourselves today, about a month out from the actual festival in September. So that that's September the 14th to, to the 19th. And the lineup has just been announced at GuelphJazzFestival.com. And before we get to today's guest, uh, can one of you start by telling us what people can expect the 14th to the 19th of September in Guelph this year? Sure. Um, well, it's going to be a different Guelph Jazz Festival than what Karen and I have presented in the past. Uh because we're responding, obviously, to public health measures and also people's comfort levels. So a lot of the programming is outside. Um, And instead of it being concentrated at one large downtown Guelph uh, public stage in Market Square, where we typically do our outdoor presentations, Yep. We're going to be presenting in four municipal parks and uh, three parks on each of Thursday the 16th, Friday the 17th, and Saturday the 18th will be active at the same time, presenting a program of three thematically related groups. And those groups, those programs will rotate from park to park over those three days. So a a total of 27 free performances, uh, many in neighborhoods in Guelph where we've never presented music before. And really, as far as I understand it, uh, very little live music gets presented at all. So it's a pretty exciting re-entry into the world of presenting live music after a long hiatus. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the main event I would say the main focus of our resources and energy, uh, but there are other things that we're putting together as well to complement that. Maybe Karen wants to comment on those. Uh, yeah, we've got um, site-specific pieces happening. Uh, one uh, with an upcoming guest, I believe, with Lisa Conway, who's doing a sound installation um, at the Gold Meal Goldie Mill <laughs> ruin. Uh, and it is a sound installation that's, um, process sound of, of grains. And, uh, she sort of programmed it to, uh, sort of the act of processing is built with data from, uh, the speed river. So, um, you know, data over decades of how fast this, 
the river is going, the water's moving, uh, temperature, I think is one. Um, anyway, so it's, it's, it's this very, uh, intricate and detailed and very Guelph specific, um, sound installation that'll be held and there's going to be a light aspect to it as well. So that that's going through Tuesday, the 14th to the Thursday, the 16th. Uh, you uh, as well are going to be presenting, um, many wooden birds. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, all I know of your project is uh, seeing these marvelous pictures and paintings by David Hanna and, um, and and reading about it. I don't know if you want to talk about it for a quick second. Yeah, I will. I mean, I won't. I'll. Um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll set it up in, in okay. one of the outros. Uh, just a, a little little chat about the birds of Marsville. That's great, and I'm delighted to be a to be a part of it this year. I know we were planning on that actually doing that this piece last year. Ah. Uh. So is there, is there some of that vibe going on too, where as you both were trying to figure out who are we right now as a, as a festival and presenter, did you, did you start at that point with the festival that you essentially lost in 2020 and then tried to kind of start from that point and and rethink it from there? From a a point of view of loyalty, we considered the, offers the verbal offers that we'd made in february 2020 that's about the time of year when we start actively booking for the autumn and uh we thought okay which groups which artists did we ask to play in september 2020 and who to whom we had to send regrets later on in 2020 um, and which of those groups would make sense to include in this year's programming in a radically different uh, formation. And there were relatively few, um, and both of them are playing on the parks project. One is the Montreal quintet togetherness, uh, led by Elwood Epps playing music by master South African composers, uh, in the jazz tradition, like Abdullah Ibrahim, Mongizi Feza, Chris McGregor, um, a, a little known, but quite wonderful tradition in the history of jazz globally, mm-hmm. and also the Toronto pianist Terry Parker, who leads a quintet called Free Spirits, playing music by two uh, undersung African-American composers, uh, Mary Lou Williams, a big influence on, for example, Thelonious Monk, mm. and uh, um, Jerry Allen from a later generation. Um, so we'd already made offers to those musicians and those groups, and we're happy to welcome them in this different configuration this year. But the rest of the programming is, um, it responds to the, to what was available and what, what, what might be possible. Am I forgetting anyone, Karen? Uh, of who we've asked or? Yeah. Uh, I think those are the two groups that we, we'd invited in 2020 that made sense this year. Yeah. I think so. And everyone else is sort of, you know, uh, it's been a strange year, uh, obviously for, you know, obviously, but I think, uh, on a normal year, uh, both Scott and I are out and about a lot Mm -hmm. going to shows, uh, Mm -hmm. hearing about things. And so this was a particularly strange year because, uh, we didn't have that sort of to lean on to, to, to sort of think about who to present. Um, so a few of, of, uh, our, uh, ticketed events are, or people who just, um, who had released albums, uh, recently that, or throughout the past year through the pandemic that we really enjoyed or, um, yeah, 
Uh, yeah. So it's, it's a it's always a kind of a funny combination of of several factors that go into thinking about. Well, that, I mean, that's it. Like, I just read read your essay, finally got around to it. Um, COVID-19 and the creative music ecology. Yeah. And you know what, what really, it struck me there. Like, it's, we're, I, Scott, you and I have spoken a lot about this over, over the last year. Is like, ecology. We're all trying to make sense of it. So I was, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm most interested in here is kind of the, the, you both are incredible thinkers and the way that you've been reflecting and the way that that is reflected in this program uh, excites me so much. And what the, the things that you have managed to do very thoughtfully over the last year has has blown my mind from that essay, getting getting some of your thoughts down there, but also the programming. Right. Um, so, look, we, we I, I want to get into that a little more, uh, but. We have a, a special guest on the podcast today. This is, let, let me tee it up. Uh, I, I mean, it links loosely to the Guelph Jazz Festival in that um, he's performed at it many a time in the past and an alumni and uh, and a resident of Guelph uh, with a new album out that he, he collaborated on with Kaylee Staples. This is my interview with the one and only Matt Brubeck, episode 128. Industry Tactics. I'm here with Matt Brubeck, and it looks like we're we're uh, you're outside somewhere, or at least you're you're fooling our listeners. Whereabouts do we find you this afternoon? I am really in Guelph, Ontario. <laughs> oh yeah, nice, nice. Are are you? You're a Guelphite. I should have known that. I should have known that. Yeah, I've been here since uh, about 2012. Wow, wow. Okay, great. So almost you're coming up on 10 years. Yeah. What a beautiful place, eh? Do you like uh, it? Obviously. Guelph has so much happening. Yeah. The city, the size that it is. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah, I really I, I really like the decision to go to Guelph. I've I've been very happy here. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. That really is. Yeah. Yeah, I um I it's it's dear to my heart, the, the city of Guelph. Um I, I had no idea that's where you were installed. I should have known that, and my apologies, but I'm I'm lucky them, further lucky them. It's just it's such a special place full of vibrant, creative uh, weirdos, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like for this, I don't know, how many people live in Guelph? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the, yeah, the percentage of creative mm-hmm. weirdos mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. the city is really good. And... You know, I used to live in Berkeley, California, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of parallels there. Oh, interesting! Like a university town and high percentage yep. of, of you know creatives. Yeah, and um, it's people who are really strange and really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's something about it. Like I just think I, I try. I've tried to make a case before. I'm sure, like it's not as. Um, romantic as i as i paint it but i've i've really had only like really wonderful inspiring 
Uh, and like n- now it doesn't even seem to surprise me anymore. Experiences in Guelph. It's just like, oh yeah, Guelph. Like it, I, I don't know. I have that relationship with that city, you know, it's special that way. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is special. And yeah, I think probably the first time I went to Guelph was for the jazz festival. And I was like, okay. No, yeah. it's not like that, you know. Oh, every, every week. <laughs> every, every week. week. But so, yeah, actually yeah. when you consider Hillside and Hillside mm-hmm. Inside and Kazoo, mm-hmm. And well, nearby uh, the Writers Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, Here you go. You're almost making it, it a weekly activity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's so much, and you know, and yeah. uh, dan- all the dance things going on, and yeah. outdoor spaces, and yeah, all the more how painful this, you know, God, it's now two years has been that there's so yeah. many things. Yeah. You know, yeah. Postponed, yeah. shut down. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, it's been. Left, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Left is streaming, and, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're all doing the best we can. Yeah, uh, that's well put. How have you been, I mean, if you want to maybe start there, how have you been coping with the last two years as a human and then maybe as an artist? Uh, <laughs> as, yeah. Hard to separate the two. I yeah, guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can't separate the two. Um, <laughs> I've been, uh, it's, it's been an opportunity. I don't know. Like I'm naturally like optimistic. So when mm-hmm. life throws you some curveballs, mm-hmm. I just try to like see it as as an opportunity yeah. to do some things that I hadn't had time other you know time to do my life or always was. Oh, I'd love to do this, but there's other yeah. things that are more yeah. pressing deadlines. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's been. Um, I got to learned so much about technology. Some of it actually, frankly, being forced on me because yeah. of just having to teach remotely. Right. Uh, right. But other things, uh, you know, about, you know, remote recording and. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, right. You know, right. And, I, you know, I plan to, to do some more stuff about video and, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of plans, you know. And also uh, like that whole line about life throws you some curveballs. Curveballs are great pitch. I mean, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, where, where do you teach? You teach at York. I know that. You're, yeah, I teach at channel. York. Okay. Yeah. So I teach at York um, and Humber College. Okay, and great. They great. couldn't be more different programs, but I like oh, neat. How, how different neat. they are. Right. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's yeah. great. You see it from t- two different angles with, a t- I'm assuming, a. A different breed of student, in a way, in a lot of ways, between very, the two potential. Yeah, yeah, a very different, a very different breed of student. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I've, cool. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, in York, in many ways, I've kind of stepped into the shoes, mm-hmm. very large shoes. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. still trying to live up to it. That you know of uh, the Casey Sokol. Uh, oh gosh. Line. You know, wow. in, in the improv program. Oh, right. So, yeah. So we're trying to keep that going, keep the uh, soirees mm. that are open. Wow. You know, it was all shut down last year. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there's some, uh, you know, myself and the team of, yeah. uh, you know, Brian Katz, wonderful teachers. Yes. Brian's, Dear to my heart. Yeah. Brian's a, such a beautiful soul. Steve Coven. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. uh, read it again. Uh, yeah. Vocalist and myself. <laughs> We're okay. keeping the free improvisation program going, and, and great, you know, great, great. It's so important. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really and there's important. a legacy there, right? There's a legacy. Oh at York. my goodness! I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I was starting to think about the people that I've worked yeah. with and what they're doing now. 
Yeah. Ed York, like D. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. uh, God. Holy cow. Yeah. Right. D. Right. Alex, Bea, yeah. uh, Corey yeah. Lakovich, Sebastian oh Shinwell, oh Rebecca Bruton, and of course yeah. Kay- Kaylee Staples. I mean, this is. Wow. Uh, wow. wow. Yeah, because there's a huge. Oh, list. interesting. Inter- okay, I didn't realize. Kay- so Kaylee was a, a student at York who you remain connected with. That's really wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, we started Beautiful. this this practice of just oh. improvising songs in the classroom and one on one lessons. And and looky 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 poo. <laughs> great, 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 great. Well, look, I I uh, d- don't let me get in the way of uh, as the questions come up, I pop them out, and then all of a sudden we're all over the fucking place. Uh, let's yeah. have some direction here. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Formals. That was that was the informal. Chit chat. No, hey. Here we go. Matt Brubeck. What an honor to have you on the podcast. You pair nicely. I didn't realize this with a D. Alex Meeks episode. You also pair nicely with the Stretch Orchestra episode <laughs> 57, Jesse Stewart, episode 22, Kevin Bright. Yeah. And now, Matt Brubeck, we got the full trio in oh, here. The full trio. How I'm, exciting. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, and delighted D. to Alex. have you here. Dialects. Oh my god! Yeah, the, the, yeah. Whose voice sounds like you're talking to someone in a 1947 radio broadcast? You know? Every I, I think I think there's technology back in in at, at that time that reconstituted him and threw him here. He is just every cell in his body is from another era. It's yeah. beautiful. He sleeps in a honest to god. I'm not kidding. We were on a tour once. He sleeps in a in a in a night smock. Like, you know, those old with a candle when oh. he needs to go for a piss, he's got a candle and a night smock. Oh, like one of those like Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge sort of things. What's that from? Like, what, how old is that? <laughs> yes. But yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. I, I, beautiful. Yeah. Right. You know, and all of his his entire practice is is based around, you know, technology from a, a different time in a way a, be- a, a, a beautiful technology from a the meshing you know. of gears yeah that's it that's it nice 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 so yeah i'm glad you brought him up and i i had no idea that you i should have maybe listened more intently to his episode but that you crossed paths with, with him at york then and you you were his teacher i was his teacher yeah in oh. both uh, private lessons and improvisation and he was a new music ensemble yeah yeah, he was in new music ensemble. I think it was Dialex, Corey Lakovich. Yeah. yeah, so you got your and, and Sebastian Shinwell. I think so. All... So you're you're responsible for clarinet panic, essentially. Yeah, you yeah, clarinet like the G. Yeah, like that was like I think. Oh wow! In a in a the yeah. embryonic kernel. Of Those it. are that's that's some of the most beautiful music I can imagine that that music. So thank you for for helping inspire that. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know, like how what I presented them got to that, but it's fine with me. Is right? is that not why we're here as music educators, though? Is to help? Like, should you 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 must be so proud to see clarinet panic come out of your universe somehow? Like that's <laughs> unbelievable to me. Yeah, I'm 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 really uh, I'm very proud of what everyone has done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because York is really interesting because it gets the students who are in the cracks. 
you know? Yeah. That's yeah, what I like right. to think. Like, I don't really belong in classical program. Mm-hmm. And I don't really belong, you know. I don't really yeah. belong in a, in a in a jazz program at Humber. In a straight like, ahead jazz, straight program. ahead jazz program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Like it gets these people, um, and that's and they gravitate towards like uh, you know the improv program and the new music yeah. ensemble and stuff, and then they yeah. figure out. You know, what I'm most proud of that with these these people. Like, is mm. they they build the scene, like they build their own scene. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like, they believe in it, and they, and they, and they believe they've come it. to York hungry. I'm assuming, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They build it, but then they and they leave York, and then then they're Toronto or whatever, and yeah. it's like they yeah. just create venues, like yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. it's yeah. and I I think that that's it's so important. I mean, you just look yeah. historically mm-hmm. how the music has evolved. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like yes, there's club owners. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. always like, like I'm. Have you read Kelly's Monk book? Robin no, Kelly's no, no. Book. Yeah, it's great. You should. I, I okay. really recommend it. Okay. Okay. It's, it's so interesting because he really details club owners. Like you know, uh, the, now they're talking yeah. about him in the part where they're talking about the five spot, and mm-hmm. and how it's often artists who like persuade people mm-hmm. who just own these watering holes. Hey, you can do this and this here. You know, yeah. like yeah. create yeah. the scene. Yeah, like, but the scene the, comes from the art the creative who's coming in there and 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 painting a picture right yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. and 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 don't you feel that we're in a bit of a an era ourselves here now as we fucking both sit here with headphones on our heads and you you with a fake background i i I don't believe that one bit that you're outdoors but anyway nice try but you know what i mean (laughs) nice one well you're really bringing it the mosquitoes he's faking that he's getting it but yeah nice well i'm sold you're camping. The Wi-Fi is mm-hmm. good where you are. But you know what I mean? It's like we're in an era right now where I think coming out of it, it's either going to reimagine what the music venue or the or the live performance is going to be moving forward. It's it's going to I think it took a bit of a kick to the stomach in a, in a good and bad way through this the last 15, 16 months of this. You know, it's um I'm I'm interested in I think equally up, uh, to use your your tone of opt- optimism there optimistic as to what venues look like coming out of this and hopefully they're stronger and just playing a more meaningful role not that they weren't before I just you know I, I, I yeah it's in, it's always fascinated me the role of music venue and how we got to dance that dance that you're referring to there with 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 venue owners and 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 some of them get it a little more than others you know like you get a Ben Grossman who started his own thing like from scratch right, you know right. versus say you know someone who might have adopted a, a a vision or 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 a typical more standard bar model right like yeah, yeah where it's all about the beer sales really
I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how much concert, like simulcasting, there's going to be, like yep. in in maybe not not just like the opera houses, but in the smaller venues. Right. Right. Like will right. will a place like the Stone, for instance, start? Yeah. Yeah. Live, you know, live streaming mm-hmm. some shows or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, no. And, and each of us has started running our own. I mean, really, really like it is the era. If the era that I grew up in was, let's say, you know, the cable television DIY vibes of hilarious house of Frightenstein and such, like where the fuck are we now with like broadcast and, and the DIY spirit, I think it's never been more vibrant with things like Twitch and just these communities building, international communities building through this. Is the sound quality great? It's not, maybe it's not there yet, but like it is in virtual reality. It's like it's spatial sound. It's it's fascinating stuff where we're going with this, right? Like it's, I think we are reimagining what venues are going to be, not even in the far, in the distant future. I think it's like, coming out of this you know right. so ah, it's exciting it is exciting you know yeah but god i think we're all craving the the return to live music just the way we knew it that would be fine enough wouldn't it oh boy <laughs> would it, yeah because like i've i've yeah. tried to do mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know over zoom i've tried a few other like platforms just yep. using the zoom video yep. and yeah yep. it's been uh it's been pretty frustrating I mean, I, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's okay for music where timing is, I won't say it doesn't matter, but timing is, mm-hmm. you know, off non-grid based okay. nice. <laughs> sort of, you know, music yeah. or non-pulse, so like drone music. Great. Yeah. So what if you're hearing it like, right. you know, and there's some free improv situations where it can work pretty well. And, I, and I've heard yeah. good audio quality from mm-hmm. people all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what I really miss is playing something in time in rhythm with someone else you know in yeah. the same acoustic space yeah and, and I'm sure you feel that too it's, it's yeah it's the it's it's if it's the one thing we realize can't be really replicated fully to you know it, it is that is it it is that simple concept of just being in the same space whatever that is and 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 and, and having at it you know and yeah, no, I, I, it's it, so as I said, I, I think we've really knock on wood lived or are living through an era here. And it is exciting to see where we go. Um, and you've seen it from the educational standpoint, too, of like how to give a cello lesson in this medium and, and what that all means, you know? Yeah. The imp- improvisation le- lessons are much harder. I mean, oh, shit. Yeah, because I mean, classical musicians can say, right. Yeah. Play, play yeah, yeah. measure 18 through yeah, yeah, 24. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Listen yeah. and then respond, right? Yeah. But if I'm supposed to be doing, you know, a, a dialogue with someone else, I mean, a solo, solo performance, it works okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a difficult, I, I have to say it's a difficult year. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. it was hard on everyone, but we did, mm. you know, the best we could. That's nice. That's nice. So, look, you get you get asked about your father a lot. Yeah, but that's all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what's a what's a what's a good question that you haven't answered yet regarding your. Dad oh, and- God, how many questions? Yeah. Oh, 
I don't know. Just just fire it, away because I. Like, well, I, I mean, it's funny. I usually talk with people, and I mean, I, I've 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 spoken to a, a a few whose fathers have had you know incredible careers in music, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, and and I think of your career in in the in in the mix there, right? And and how that's got to come up uh, enough in, (laughs) you know, so, so I don't want to make it about that, but I, I'm fascinated by that. Like what that was like growing up, um, being around music, like in that context. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the main thing is like, like I didn't, I didn't even really consider not being a musician. (laughs) Uh I mean, that uh might've been like, I was really into like, Jacques Cousteau and scuba diving TV specials and nature programs for a while. So it was a little yeah. while where I thought I wanted to be a marine biologist. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah. was just like a 10 year old fantasy. Wow. And I just didn't, I just didn't really think there was that many other options in life, the things you could do. Not that my parents said you got to be, it's not like the opposite story of most people. It was like, Mom and Dad, I want to be a musician. I said, No, don't do that. Yeah. So, what was Mom like? What was your mom like? Yeah, yeah. I'm mom, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, Mom I'm, I'm was just, like fifty percent of my dad's career. I mean, as we're okay, here we go. So as we're swimming through this, it's like, what's the question you get asked the most? Let's yeah. let's not even let's talk about your mom. Yeah, so, Iola. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said she's fifty percent of your dad's career. Absolutely, yeah. because yeah. all there's a, a partnership, long, long marriage. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, six children. Uh, oh, wow. You know, she kept him wow. going through wow. the ups and downs. You know, when he was totally yeah. struggling. You know, yeah. economically up yeah. through. You know, up through. You know, caring for him in his, you know, yeah. in his in his old age, wow. and um, you know, mm-hmm. like for instance, she's the one who came up with the idea. You know, when all the jazz was in clubs, with the occasional promoter getting into, like, yeah. uh, you know, jazz at the Philharmonic or something like that. She yeah. like she like wrote to all the colleges. And oh said, wow! Hey, oh, so you know, she was Dave part of the his, hustle. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was her idea. It was her Great. idea. Great. And, right. you know, she just wrote to all of them and they were like receptive and, you know, and the rest is like, yeah, that's where you get all these jazz goes to college Beautiful. and jazz goes to college Pacific, all those, you know, fantasy, you know, okay. records. Wow. Wow. You know, wow. at a time when like it was difficult to put together, you know, right. you know, tours, you know, wow. most of my dad's work at that up to that point would be typically like a week, you know, Basin Street in Boston or something like be a okay, week in a club, got it. right? Got it, got it, got it. So she really helped expand that and that that vision. Are you? Where do you sit in line of the six siblings? <laughs> the youngest. The youngest. Youngest. Yeah. So that's interesting. Cause, so it's 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 career career wise, it's trucking along by the time young yeah. Matt comes along, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I yeah, I guess my stock I hate to use a stock phrase, but by the time I was conscious of everything that was going on, Dave Brubeck was already Dave Brubeck, if you know what I okay. mean. Like yeah. in other words. Wow. Yeah, sure. So he yeah. was yeah. So in other words, so for my elder siblings, they remember, yeah. you know, like yeah. my oldest brother Darius remembers like you know, sleeping in the, you know, lighting mm-hmm. booth at clubs and, you know, yeah. stuff like that, you know? Yeah. 
Um, That's wild. And 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 remembering things where we're really having to watch the budget, you know, a lot more, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so yeah, I had a very I had a very different experience, you know, than yeah. my older siblings. And I get I get I guess like is your I'm pardon me for this, but is your is your mom still with us? No, she's she's not. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Passed. I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. Okay. Um, your, your mom in the context of your, your parents' relationship, was she, uh, so this was all like informal, that, that hustle that you're getting at then with, with her kind of, you know, like helping book a tour essentially, like this was all. It's all pre him, pre him even having a booking agent. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Um, and being the, the, the last child, the youngest, um, what was the dynamic with your your siblings in terms of like the family flow? Like, were they essentially helping bring you up? <laughs> was that was yeah, that a thing? There was a little bit of that. Yeah, uh, I imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, my my sister, uh, mm-hmm. one brother in particular, and mm-hmm. then some of them like you know, like my oldest brother. Like by the time I really have memories of him, he's already off at Wesleyan U- University. Right? Right, right, <laughs> it's like right, you know, right, 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 right. Because he's like fourteen years older than me. So. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. a it's a widespread right. What a beautiful story. Yeah, that's really charming. But I learned a lot, like not just from hearing my father's bands rehearse, but my older siblings' bands rehearse. My so brother. they're musical too. Like I mean, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're all, they're all musical too. So I heard like my brother, <laughs> my brother Chris had this band, New Heavenly Blue, and then later it became Sky King. And oh. you know, these were bands in the 1970s. He had three different record deals. He had <laughs> he had that one that band led by my brother had a deal with RCA, then Atlantic, yeah. and then Columbia. <laughs> all one offs, yeah. but you know, yeah, still it was a different Amazing. era. It yeah. was a different era. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. So, and, and do they continue making oh, music? Yeah. Then? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Th- this yeah. is like, um, it's like a flock of Canada geese here. <laughs> it's is, a is, lot of us. So you're, and, and you're, you're mo- many of you are musical. That's, it's just a, yeah. a thing. It's a, yeah. That fascinates me. Eh? How, how just intrinsic it, the music is then. Eh? W- was your mom musical? Yeah, she she could read music, and but she just had a great ear. She's a music appreciator and a really good, yeah. Yeah. good critical listener, you know, and supportive of supportive you and, all going in that direction. Yeah. Like that's yeah, oh yeah. She spent a yeah. lot of time driving us, jittening us around, as she say, <laughs> to music great. lessons. You know, great, great term. Yeah, where did you grow up? What 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 city? Uh, Connecticut, Wilton, okay. Connecticut. It's pretty small. And what was the the tone of say someone like your father regarding like was it like whiplash like you know that shitty jazz film that i've never seen oh no where was your dad punching snares no 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 <laughs> no no good, well, good. My, i'm glad to hear it in fact glad to hear it. the what my father's technique which i experienced and i think most of my older siblings did yeah like the first piano lessons he yeah. had a pair of groucho marx glasses it was very ritualized. He would knock on the door. Uh-huh. I pretend he would pretend he was someone else, uh-huh. Professor Quackenbush or something. Great. I would pretend he was something else, and then we'd have like a half-hour piano lesson, right? And oh, he's doing it in character. He's doing it in character. Right. What's up with that? 
Well, just to separate himself it, from se- separate, being dad? Yeah, just separate the whole thing from being... This is before I've gone to another teacher, right? I'm I see. I'm learning I some see. really basic things. I see. Now, that said, my mm. father knew that he was not a very good teacher because he didn't have a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he knew that about mm-hmm. himself, but he also knew okay. that he wanted us to like get get our you know toes in the water. Wow! Wow! So we I just remember that, early yeah. stuff, you know, just yeah, like man. playing like yeah. Munsters theme, like boogie woogie sort of things, and okay. you know, okay. Was right. it all by ear, or was he going? Was, yeah, it's by ear because my father, yeah, my father's complicated. He he really can't read. He could write music, but he really uh-huh. can't read music like a classical musician. He okay. really struggles got to got sight read. Like got he it, never got, 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 got that it. together. Okay, I love this. This is beautiful. I almost thought of it as your father tongue, <laughs> because your your father would have been your first musical te- music teacher. That's really beautiful to me. Um, yeah. And then you go on to to get more formal into it. When do you meet the cello? When does that become a thing? Uh, yeah. I think. Okay, I think that there's two parts. One is that Aldo Pariso um, mm-hmm. was our neighbor in Wilton, Connecticut. Oh wow. Okay, like literally, and his his sons were tight with my older brothers. So okay. literally, we could walk from, it's cool. quite rural, we just walk down, follow the stream and walk down the property. Wow. Uh, so I, I think I heard some cello recitals by him yeah. locally. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and uh, the, but I think also part of it is I was already playing piano and I could read bass clef. Okay. I was lucky okay. enough to have a school that had some sort of baby strings program. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you can read bass clef. Oh, here's a cello. Here you go. Okay. Here you go. Uh, but I love, love you know, everyone loves a cello, right? We'll, yeah. we'll get to that later. I mean, that's an interesting dynamic. But yeah, uh, so I love the sound of the instrument. I'd heard it played. And um, I said, sure, I'm going to try this. And yeah. so I probably started yeah. uh, maybe sixth grade, something like that. And then and then gradually I, I just came to realize as I went through high school, uh, maybe not. I could read music a lot quicker and better on cello than piano. I kind of okay. hit the wall when I got to Brahms on the piano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. about vertical sonorities, like that many notes in a chord stacked up. It was yeah. like, yeah. oh, I just this hurts my brain. Okay. In fact, I could read uh, Bach easier on piano than oh, Brahms. Wow. Which is wow. interesting. Like I could hold the counterpoint yeah. and see the yeah. two separate lines yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's wild. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, and and fair enough that that would hurt your brain, right? I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, some of those key signatures. Who wants to yeah. read right. B sharps? Right, 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 right. <laughs> So, um, oh, that's really, that sounds really beautiful. It sounds like you're getting it from all angles as, as a child, eh? Like, yeah. um, so, so when do you decide to, I see that you eventually go to Yale. I go to Yale, yeah. You gotta love that. I mean, the, the home of Charles Ives himself, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, what, the, what, no, absolutely. I mean. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm right in remembering that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he never taught there, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they never let him teach there because he was too wild, right? Uh huh. Okay, okay. Um, but you, you, uh, you go to Yale. Yeah. Now that's part of this is because I knew that I could study with Aldo Paraso there, right? I started. So you, 
you reconnect I, with Aldo there. Okay. Yeah, I no because I kept um, I kept I would study with his his graduate students. I would take private lessons. Oh, cool! And then um, cool, uh, I cool. applied to Yale. Now, I mean, Yale was great, mm-hmm. uh, but you know it was it was difficult because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's not really a conservatory, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't mm-hmm. even get lessons for credit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, okay. you're taking the full academic load, and if you want to take lessons, like it's just on top of it. Oh, I see. They don't even value <laughs> yeah. the fact that that's, it's, it's, that's Yale is all that's about assumed. musicology, yeah. right? Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Yale is okay. all that very theoretical composition. Yeah. You could, you know, take courses, but yeah. right, 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 right. So uh, you, so you study, you get to study with Aldo when you go to when you go to Yale. Yeah, that's that's your first. Uh, yeah, actually, and he was beautiful. Okay. He taught me for he didn't charge me. He taught me for free. Like that was the deal. Like he'd taken, oh, he yeah. taken people. He's such a dedicated teacher. Yeah. Uh, sorry, right. sadly he passed away. Lived to a hundred, which is amazing. Oh, oh my god! Wow. But he just passed away a couple of years ago, and oh, wow. he um, he mm-hmm. would let in undergraduates, and uh, he would teach mm-hmm. them for free until they could take yeah. lessons for credit, because the rule is 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 only mm-hmm. the graduate school that offers the lessons. And I see. any Yale undergrad can only take four university credits of graduate work. Got it. Got so it. whether you're a biologist or a mathematician or whatever, like, yeah. you know, right. Yeah. That was yeah. the rule across the yeah. board. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, wow. the first defining practice time was tough first two years, frankly. Yeah. Wow. Because I'm not was... the speediest student. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and it, it was a four year. Who are you connecting with while you're at university? I'm well, assuming that was a vibrant moment. Okay. It was yeah. a vibrant moment because what? Okay, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Martin Bresnik, but he sure. was the composition teacher, and he taught a lot of the bang, bang on the can people. Oh, now yeah. they're a bit right. older than me, but like, wow, uh, yeah. the bang, yeah, the nucleus of bang on the can was there, yeah. and doing these like all night concerts oh, where God. the first time I heard like Terry, like. Uh, I remember an all-night concert where I heard yeah. Quartet yeah. for the End of Time and, and Terry Riley's NC, like, on the same program. And, like, a, a, wow, a thing that went yeah. all night, right? Wow. You know? And, That's my kind of bill. That's my kind of bill. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. So, basically, yeah, I'm exposed to some really good musicians and some great compositional wow. thinking. And Bresnik's, a, you know, a great mentor and teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was cool. Uh, Really cool, really cool. Um, so and and okay, so uh, you so know, I do we, yeah. So I do yeah. a BAMM program. So like I do a five. They they have a fast track thing uh-huh, where uh-huh. you get a master's in cello performance. So I leave university oh, wow. with a classical cello degree. Okay, okay, good for you. And you're in love with music, and you say, and what what is some what are some of the projects that you that are developing as you come out of that or as you were in your university years to get you on your beautiful career. Like it really is. I look at your mattbrubeck.com and I shit my pants, you know, it's, but it's like, yeah, like what, what I hope in a good way. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always a good day when you're shitting your pants. I think I, I just think that, um, um, uh, well I started, yeah, I started improvising. In fact, I'm probably one of the first people at Yale. I improvised for my encore in my master's recital. Oh, yeah? I played... Yeah. No, no, I didn't do free improvisation. Like, I hadn't, okay. wasn't really ready for that, right? Okay. But I did... I played uh, I played Ralph Towner's Icarus. Because, okay. like, seeing 
seeing David Darling on cello with Paul Winter concert mm-hmm. uh, in the 1970s, you know, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. like, wow, the cello can be in a band. You know, okay. I'd never okay. seen I that. I was wondering. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Got it. Like, uh-huh. I wasn't like hip to like, you know, more New York, like avant-garde, like Abdul Wadud and things like that. Right. 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 Um, right. Like that probably w- I wouldn't have been able to relate to that. And, you know, my okay. 19 okay. year old, you know, whatever yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so anyway, so I had I took I, I was also studying jazz piano with John Mahegan. I don't know if he was mm-hmm. like one of the early guys to codify, mm-hmm. um, you know, what you do on jazz piano. OK. Okay. Yeah, he's wow, a real great, bud, great. bud, bud, pal, steep okay. kind of thing. Okay. But I taught. Okay. I suppose I was getting a sense of <laughs> great, what his great, thing was, great language, right? great language. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I come out of university, and I'm kind of like, I don't know exactly what to do. Yeah. And I decided I've been in Connecticut all my life, and I'm going to California. So, because okay. okay. I always, my family moved from the west in the like 1960, relocated from California to Connecticut. Okay, okay. So I have all these great memories of San Francisco and yeah. the Bay Area and my relatives oh, yeah. and cousins. So I went like to California as like a great, a, a clean break. I knew, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't ready because I, I still thought of myself as a classical freelancer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's kind of interested in improvisation but didn't know what right. to do. Right, this but is a sidebar of, of improv. Sidebar of okay. improv. Okay. Okay. But I was like, man, I'm not going to cut it in New York, you know, against all these Manhattan and Juilliard oh. kids, right? Oh. Like, oh. Uh, I had a measure of myself. Like, okay. Okay. I was kind of like, I don't know, That's, classical yeah. mindset is different, right? Yeah, No, No it improviser is. would say, oh, I'm in the middle of the pack. But, you know, as a classical person, like, you kind of... Yeah. You yeah. could hear all these really good cellists playing. And, I, you yeah. know, I knew where I was. Like, yeah, I'm okay. kind of in the middle of the pack of these people. Okay. But okay. then I thought, oh, New York freelancing. Oh, man. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm never going like, to get a gig like doing mm. this. So I mm. said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to the Bay Area. Wow. I have some, I have family connections. I have friends yeah. there. I have people, friends who had graduated from Yale. Like Evan Zipporin yeah. and was oh, wow. off to UC Berkeley doing okay. his gamelon thing there. Oh, neat, neat, neat. Oh, uh, yeah. So I said, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the Bay Area and see what happens. And that was really smart, a smart wow. move. Wow. I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it must lead you to, um, is that when you form the Orange Symphonette? Oh, yes, Orange Symphonette, yes. Oh, it's just simply orange, not orange. Orange, just, yes, the trend for misspelling. Yeah, great, uh, great, it's, great. it's yeah, it's a circuitous route to that, but, uh, okay. Okay. but basically, yeah, that's the, uh, you know, I arrived in the Bay Area where, at a time where there was just a lot of creatives there, there was, uh, you know, a nightlife building. It was, it was interesting, like the tech boom, it sort of created the Bay Area scene and then destroyed it, right? Oh, yeah. And I was like, and, but I kind of feel like it was, you know, it was, uh, so, but basically, like, there was, there was money flowing to, to people had money to spend and there were, oh. before the rents got crazy, you know? Okay. It was okay. like a, re- a good set of years where a lot of interesting things were going oh, on. Oh, yeah. 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 So you're in you're in San Francisco in the 90s. Is that about, yeah, about no, right? No. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the late eighties. Yeah, the mid eighties, mid mid eighties okay. through the nineties. Wow. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So yeah, so there's wow. a lot of stuff going on there, and uh, I don't know. I suppose you want to know how I hooked what up with Tom Waits. Like? <laughs> what, what was that scene like? To, to, oh, it was to get great. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so much going on. Um, oh man! And yeah. I was still a classical freelance. I did what what everyone called driving for dollars. Like I would drive fifty, seventy, eighty, sometimes ninety miles to okay. play like uh, Santa Rosa Symphony and San Jose Symphony, like as a sub. And then I got a steady gig with Berkeley Symphony, right? Okay. And that okay. was great because that was Kent Nagano's orchestra. Oh wow! Um, right? Amazing. So amazing. and we specialize in twentieth century music now. Like. Yeah. That's like we gave maybe five to six concerts a year. But that was, yeah. you know, that was a job. You know, each of those wow. was eight, nine rehearsals. And it was a union wow. contract gig. Great, great. And it was... Uh, um, and, that must and, have been really beautiful working with him, eh? Like, Oh, like, yeah. Like, we did the U.S. premiere of Fra- uh, St. Francis of Assisi, right? Like, no way. Of the full, the full oratorio. With, wow. uh, you know, with the Ol Martinov, you know, those yeah, crazy sure. instruments. Like there was sure. four of them there oh with uh, with his like sister-in-law. I think it's it's his wife's sister. I think it was like the master. I, like, I'm sorry, I'm not remembering her name. Incredible. Uh, Incredible. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, uh, and we yeah, we did a lot of George Benjamin, Michael Torquay, okay. uh, uh, John Adams. Like we yeah, might have done sure. the first, you know, fast ride yeah. on the sl- Slow ride on a fast machine, or is it the other yeah. way around? <laughs> <laughs> so you're bringing to light, like you're really in it. You're getting like, that. That must be such a great experience to be just taking in all of that new, all those y- unique voices in music, right? At that yeah, time, like absolutely. Wow. And and uh, oh. yeah, I remember seeing some great concerts. Like I remember playing. You know, you familiar with the Greek theater, like this famous venue, like on the UC Berkeley yeah. campus. Yeah, right, right, from, right, right. And uh, the, of course, AIDS was huge then. So we did like mm-hmm. a, that. There was like an AIDS benefit, and okay. on this bill, like we played a John Adams piece. Oh, called the Wound Dresser, based on. Um, oh. uh, okay, sorry. Uh, was it Walt Whitman who was a medic in the Civil War? I think it might have been. Mm, we'll scratch this if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. basis is like it was a Whitman text, right? Okay, I think. okay, okay. And um, wow. uh, but yeah, so we yeah. like we did. There was like this concert, the Greek theater, and it was pouring uh-huh. rain, and people were dancing. But like like Herbie was Herbie was there with like Dave Holland and like all these people and Tony Williams who, who lived oh, in the oh, Bay Area wow, <laughs> like wow, and people wow. like dancing and and, holy and shit, holy shit. yeah like those are like great memories you know oh of, man of wow. things like that you know wow wow um we didn't play it earlier but I think what I'm gonna do is if you were listening earlier I'm gonna splice in when I mentioned Ben because uh, we're on a mission here too I've got a lot of your beautiful music and I want to share it with yeah. our gentle listeners we're gonna play your Ben Grossman live when we mentioned Ben Grossman a while yeah. ago okay that's gonna yeah. make sense That'll totally but um, make I'd, sense. I'd love to cut to um to some now if we can to some of that orange symphonette yeah. So how do if you can set that up like how did yeah. you know we've got the um the Inspector Cousseau theme but <laughs> how how uh how did that band come to be that tri- it's a trio? It's a quartet. It's a quartet. quartet. So Sorry. basically the nucleus was uh myself uh Joe Gore on guitar, Ralph mm-hmm. Carney on everything, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and Scott Amendola 
on drums. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. And the band evolved eventually to include Rob Berger on accordion keys, and Scott mm. got the gig with Charlie Hunter and wasn't available, so we brought in Pat Campbell on drums, and that's our second record. Mm. Um, wow. But um, basically, I met Joe and Ralph yeah. through um, uh, working with Tom Waits. So that's like literally, I had also, met Ralph before. That's but but Joe I hadn't met before. So the nucleus of the band came from uh, Tom Waits sessions and like this discussion. The idea for the band came from my my then girlfriend now wife, <laughs> Diarmid, and uh, she yeah she had all these great Henry Mancini LPs and I, and uh, she and I would talk about what a great composer yeah. and she said yeah yeah well why don't you do like. And this was like, why, like, why don't you do like a Mancini yeah. cover band? There's so much great, music here. Great, 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 great idea. Great concept. Yeah. It's a great yeah. concept because... And this the, is on Ryko Disc? This, yeah, this is on Ryko yeah. Disc, yeah. Wow, okay. Well, here it comes now, the Inspector Cuso theme done by the Orange Symphony.
Yeah, that's awesome. I love how, thank you for that. I love how noisy it gets, you know, it's um, in, in, in parts, it's definitely, is the whole record like that? I haven't, I haven't checked that record, but I, I yeah, need yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of it, like Moon River is quite beautiful and then it oh, gets wow. noisy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lujan is a okay. beautiful Mancini. That's more cool. like exotica kind of cool, thing. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like those exotic marimba records, yeah. you know, right? You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was very like, yeah. I I, I thought the like Inspector Clouseau theme. I mean, Ralph's yeah, great. If uh, you are you familiar with Ralph's work at all? Only like, through the the work of Waits, Waits right? Like, right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so sadly, and Ralph, yeah, and Ralph passed away recently. It's just heartbreaking. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh. Um, but uh, God, a few absolutely fearless musician. Like on that yeah. track, like I think he plays uh, slide clarinet, which is like mm-hmm. clarinet mm-hmm. mouthpiece on this like stick that vibrates like it's it's very complicated wow. <laughs> he might have been wow. partial inventor of that sona wow. like a chinese instrument okay okay and that weird yeah like yeah. cackling yeah. voice i was wondering okay. what the hell was going on okay that's okay. All, that's him that, yeah. that's that's well no that's him that's that's yeah. what type of thing he would bring to a gig like that is literally mm. what he explained to me is this is that mm. it's a talking doll that's the mexican version of don rickles in other words, <laughs> it hurls. It, it, you pull the string and it hurls in, in Spanish insults. <laughs> and Incredible! That, and that's you, that's what's going on there. Okay, amazing, yeah, that, amazing. Yeah, that's 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 what's going on there. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so but but you know, it's it's a band where everyone's making amazing yeah. contributions. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Scott's work either, you know, cause Scott Amadola's amazing drummer. Yeah, like he's yeah, doing a lot yeah. of stuff okay. uh, with Nels Klein uh, oh, has great, been for great. years. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. And it's so great that you connect with these guys, like really early in your career, it seems right. Like yeah. fairly early in your career. Like, yeah. Fairly, fairly early. Um, so whose resume, like I look, I look at your website and you go to mattbrubeck.com and you see like, First recording, the Black Rider. Right? Is that what, yeah. what I saw there? That's the uh, first think, recording that, that's listed. I think yeah, it's either that or Night on Earth. I don't know which. Oh yeah, okay. okay. Night, I think Night on Earth. Right. The Jim Jarmusch right. soundtrack is. That's first. right. Okay, so you're on the Jim Jarmusch soundtrack. Yeah, for Night on Earth. Yeah. Wow. And then it goes it goes all over the map from there. I mean. Yeah. But like, and so this band forms from your work with Tom Waits. Then Orange yeah. Symphonette is kind of an offshoot band. Yeah. Incredible. As, yeah. Incredible. And what was that like? Like that, that whole experience working with weights and then having a band kind of form out of that, you know, well, I, I didn't was, realize that. It was, yeah, it was really good. I mean, and it's great story for the press. Like weights is, mm-hmm. you know, he's a local, once he's moved to the Bay area, he's like a local hero. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it made us in a way easier for us to get some gigs. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk a whole lot about Tom because Tom's a very sure. private person. Like, I, mm. I really respect his a family person, mm. and I really respect his privacy. Mm. Uh, but I can remember there's some what I can, you know, I am happy to talk with you about is that like the quality that you always hear in Tom's work mm-hmm. is the musicians are. Um, the musicians are still finding their way 
through the music. Mm-hmm. Like we never have changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like usually Tom rehearses with, uh, uh, you know, Greg Cohn or Larry Taylor, or whoever's play, playing bass, like they mm-hmm. have the song, right? Mm-hmm. And Tom's always live tracking the vocal live. It's not overdubbing. He's often at the piano or he's at his guitar, right? Mm-hmm. All the musicians are in the same room. We're learning it by ear. <laughs> and he uses the takes where people are like, I don't know what's happening here, right? And, Interesting. Yeah. And, and that gives that music that quality. Yeah. And, yeah. and I hear that. I hear the parallels in like Monk's recorded music, right? And mm-hmm. I'm reading about this in oh, this yeah, Monk yeah, book. Yeah. And that's what I got me this. thinking about this. I love this. Like, love this. like wow. Sonny Rollins has like never seen yeah. this complicated tune before. Yeah, right, yeah, and he's such a genius yeah. that he can pull it off, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and but uh-huh. they're still finding their way, like through the music, right? Right. So, like, like you must know as an improviser, there's a way in which, like, it's great. Like, I, I come from a jazz background, and I, mm-hmm. I yeah. appreciate really know, like, yeah. learning the tune on paper, sitting yeah. down, yeah, banging Prepare, on piano, preparedness, pre- preparedness, preparedness. Right? I appreciate, yeah. and and there's something something that, but. I think mm-hmm. there's also something to be said for unpreparedness, yeah, for nice, rolling nice tape, line. rolling tape, and seeing what happens. In fact, we used to joke in Orange Symphonette. I remember actually Joe had this phrase, Joe Gore, guitar player. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, that was like a Tom Waits cadence, right? Like, <laughs> like it cadence. in a way that it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no yeah, one yeah. in their right mind right, would have prepared right, music right, that right, way, right, right? Nice line, nice but line. we all had to land on our feet, you know. How, how did you connect with that whole scene in the first place, like? Okay. Do you remember how you got in? Yeah. Is this, is this an industry tactic? <laughs> well, it's a it's a family. Like yeah, it, it seems yeah. like a very big musical family on it's that. It's a part. big musical family. Okay, here's my memory. I hope this is correct. Okay, I was playing in Berkeley Shakespeare in the Park. Here we go. Dreadful play, Time yeah. in of Athens. Oh, okay. really dull. I'm sorry, Shakespeare is okay. beautiful, but that's a really yeah. dreadful, depressing okay. play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as I remember, Ben, you know Ben Goldberg, uh, clarinet player, uh, new klezmer yeah. trio. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like before Great. Don, wow. before Don Byron was doing avant garde, that Ben was doing right. with Kenny Wallison. Right. I can't remember. Wow. Maybe with Trevor Dunn or yeah. Right, right. Um, right. Wow. Uh, I think Ben Jeez. was a clarinet player. I was cellist. I can't remember if it was other musicians involved. Okay. And then Ben had to sub out. We were allowed to sub out. Mm-hmm. And Ralph mm-hmm. came there, and Ralph's uh-huh. a beautiful person. He pulled it off, and so we got exchange phone numbers. And uh, mm-hmm. and then one day, Ralph says, calls me up and said, "Hey, uh, Tom's Tom's looking uh, for a cellist. Okay, you want to come uh, audition?" I said, "You yeah. bet." Yeah, and uh, huh. and so that was how that happened. So nice. I just kind of feel like you know, That's had really I. Had yeah. I been a big classical snob and maybe yeah. turned yeah. down this yeah. this uh, yeah. playing Shakespeare in the Park gig, yeah. maybe this yeah. connection wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, you not know? not even to mention, I mean, the trip down, out out west. I mean, you yeah. really there were a lot of. I'm sure you reflect enough on this. There were a lot of pivotal things that got you to that chair. You know, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. But and there was a transition. Like there was a period yeah. where I was. Uh, I just, I just, I've eventually got rid of all the orchestras that I've drive, spending more time driving than playing, 
and then gradually transitioned to this improvised music scene, wow. uh, including um, Clubfoot Orchestra, which... Yeah, wow. Wow. Clubfoot Orchestra, like the pioneers of playing live to soundtracks, like yeah. you know, yeah. ba- okay. I, I, right. I I think before New York people were doing this, right? Like right. you know, they right. were doing right. you know Caligari and Nosferatu and nice. you know, you nice. know nice. those nice. things. So yeah. Uh, yeah. they expanded yeah. and took a cello chair, you know. So and 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 when do you? So so you're there. You're there for a block of your life. Yeah, yeah. like you're out west. Yeah. Berkeley. Um, are you are you teaching then, or is it mostly? Perfect? I had I had a very brief stint at San Jose State. Like okay, I taught a jazz I taught jazz history for like three terms, I think. And That's then I, fun. That's it fun. was it was fun. It was yeah. I I was very green. Uh-huh. Like I uh-huh. I'm sure I made some mistakes <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sure, sure. but uh yeah i mean it was just, it was uh, that was my first experience teaching wow. Uh, wow. but I, I decided at that point in my life it wasn't for me at that okay. point and um and and you have many other adventures but eventually you get to canada how the hell does that happen like okay. how, how are we lucky yeah. to have adopted matt brubeck we get you <laughs> it says american cellist when you google yeah. him but we yeah. know that's bullshit He's I'm, I'm a Can- yeah, I'm I'm Canadian. Eh? We got him. Yeah, uh, I am. Okay, so basically, this this really comes from being on two Lilith Lilith fairs, right? Okay, this yeah. comes from not being a musical snob. This is like interesting. Like, that's the thread through your career. Hey? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> don't be a snob. Yeah, yeah like, I like that. Um, I like that because yeah, when like. I yeah, like when the how did the, how did this happen? Lilith Fair. Yeah, I, look, I, I was with ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Okay. I was I was with Jewel, and like yeah, and I think there was oh. there was plenty of people who were like, oh, do you really want to do that? Yeah, and I was like, well, like I don't know, I don't know what this is like. I've never been on like like I had done some live oh. weight shows, but I hadn't been like on a rock tour, right, on okay. the bus and the whole thing and catering oh. and. You know, the rest, right? <laughs> and I, and you know, I, you know, five smelly guys in a van I'd done oh, <laughs> all yeah, over the West yeah. Coast, the Orange yeah. Fat and the East Coast. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, no, I'm going to check this out. Like, uh-huh. cool. And, cool. and, uh, but so what happened is, so I did like a lot of Lilith 97 and I made the acquaintance of uh, uh, the Wild Strawberries, Ken Harrison and Roberta Carter. Carter. Okay. Okay. And uh, and I met all these like beautiful Canadian musicians. So that like, must have been a, that must have been a really fun tour, eh? Like, there must have been so such a fun. vibe. Yeah, 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 it, right. it, yeah. Both of them had a, a, yeah. a great vibe, yeah. and so yeah. I, I got to meet like a lot of people through Lilith, and that's actually how the Cheryl Crow thing happened, uh-huh. and uh-huh. how I got on the second Lilith Fair tour. Well, it playing, was playing it was with Cheryl. Cheryl Crow. It was in Cheryl's okay. band. Yeah. Wow! 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 Man, you 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 have had just a charming <laughs> ride, haven't you? I don't know. It's just I don't like, know where, looking... where's Waldo, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the reason why it happened, I'm not like, mm-hmm. um, like what I like to tell people. Like I think I was in the right place at the right time, and I could do something at the right time. There now it's not so uncommon, but back in the early '90s, 
Mm-hmm. Like there weren't that many cellists who could just play by ear. Like it's okay. still that's a good point. Yeah, it yep, still yep. wasn't a thing. Like and you and you said earlier, everyone loves a cello. Everyone loves a cello. They were looking for cellists. Okay. Uh, so yeah, because I ended up yeah, but not a snob. No one likes a snob. No, so and, and no one likes a no one likes a poser either. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like, <laughs> good one. Uh, like. You know what, like what Cheryl, what Cheryl said to me is like, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a, I had a, a call for a rock cellist audition, yeah, and she said there's these guys and gals who come with like funny haircuts and leather pants, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. look like, yeah. and she just felt like they were posers. I came yeah. in with my nerd glasses, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, prepared yeah, by yeah. just listening to the tunes they just yeah. flew me yeah. they flew me down yeah. from you know from oakland down to la played okay. audition yeah came yeah. back we'll call you yeah. but yeah. next week can you go to europe for six weeks you're in there like, you go boom. yeah like oh i got a lot of complicated scheduling to cancel but yeah yeah sure you did it you did i did it, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But wow. but the thing is like yeah and i think part of it was i wasn't like pretending to be the rock cello player i was myself and that's cheryl crow like in her prime right yeah like yeah. right this right down the, the middle yeah this yeah, is yeah. the tour fa- yeah this is the tour of the globe sessions tour god right? damn man being around yeah. that energy though but as the cellist yeah it's got you're you're the guy that comes out of it beaming i would think just because yeah. you're not burned by the limelight but you're definitely in there right I'm, yeah, I'm definitely in there. You know, it's from it's, multiple perspectives too. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and and they realize that oh, this guy can also play keyboards and bass, right? Yeah, like yeah. if yeah. you like, I ended up in like in Central Park in that huge concert she did with uh, like Keith Richards and Dixie Chicks and Chrissy Hine and all these people. Like, yeah. I yeah. end up being the on um, <laughs> the mini move that famous every day is a winding road. I'm up there playing like it used to be on track, right? And I and yeah. I said, Cheryl, yeah. why is this on track? Because this like, means way that better. you can't yeah. way better. Like you can open it up and like goof around and get people. Like the audience yeah. wants yeah. to dance. Like, yeah. like yeah. why does this have to be? You know. 700 bars or whatever and, like. and all you're trying to do is get the on martino on the tour right? <laughs> yeah there we go right so i'm up there on like uh in the keyboard wow. castle uh wow. you know wow. playing uh and i ended up playing um electric bass uh with stevie wow. nicks on gold i got to play on a rumors tune with stevie nicks as wow. part of that concert right because wow. all the guitar wow. players had to, who were playing bass had to like wow. Uh, shift a guitar. There were so many like different acoustic guitar parts in that. Oh my God, Matt! Like, <laughs> I mean, God damn, what a charmed life! Is it? This is beautiful. Let's play. You know what? Let's slow down. Let's do a little meditation. Let's play this tune with you. Fr three Q. Okay. What is this? This is you and Ken Harrison. What? What is yeah. this project? It's very meditative. I want to slow down the, because I'm just thinking you in, in Central Park right now. You got to take a breath. <laughs> what what is this this piece, Matt? This is um okay, so this is a pandemic style file sharing creation. Aha. Uh-huh. Where basically Okay. Um Ken uh has been collaborating, you know, with multiple musicians this year yeah. and yeah. we're old old friends back from the fair days and Oh neato. And basically 
can I, uh, I didn't, can't even remember who came up with the idea first, but I said, mm-hmm. like, let's, um, let's do, let's, mm-hmm. I was really interested in the stuff that he was doing. He's very into modular synthesis. Okay. And once, okay. uh, once this uh, is released, there'll mm-hmm. be like three different mixes of this piece. And, you'll, oh, wow. and some of them are less meditative than others. Okay. Uh, using, I really uh, like this vibe. Yeah. 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 So basically, yeah, it was like, let's, let's FR <laughs> freak. I'm still getting used to saying it. FR3Q. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, 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 freak is the yeah, name freak. of the, is FR3Q. the name of the. Yeah, it's freak. Okay. We are freak, right? Here it comes. Uh, this is slow release. <laughs> really something i love these pandemic projects do, do you the pandemic is changing the way we create hey it's just yeah. like it's yeah i, I do don't have think a lot of yeah, yeah no no it wouldn't have happened without this 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 thing happening but are you probably not in the in the way that it did but do you have a lot of chops with home production <laughs> oh but do i uh no i'm a, i'm a, i'm learning i'm okay. learning good um good. yeah good. i got uh yeah, I'm like I'm. I'm still learning Luna, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Well, well it's and great. we're it's working great. in Luna and sending Luna entire sessions back and forth, Wonderful. and it's great. Like it's it's a very cool it's way of, of of uh, it's a very cool way of working. It still involves improvisation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't it inspiring? I, yeah, I just I'm a I'm a little I I, I think that I think both Ken and I have a little bit of a like we're big, you know, Eno fans and like okay. Eno's okay. Eno's that approach of out, yeah, yeah cool. the Eno cool. approach of okay, oh, if something's nice. if something's printed, like yeah. try don't try to take it away, like see what you can do with it. Like okay. you know, okay. Okay. Like uh, like uh, the Japanese 
calligraphy or whatever mm. like you know mm. if if the ink blots like try to move it around and make yeah. something happen with it oh that's that's an that's lovely i love no no i mean i it's 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 really um i love that this idea too like the so you when you put slow release in quotations when you sent me that file was is that because you it's, see it as like a it's a it's this evolving kind of like expanding on that concept that you just yeah. said about yeah yeah we're just gonna put we're gonna put these three mixes up and I'm working on another thing with Ken and we'll just yeah yeah, yeah. we'll just like it, no it, like he's he's a busy guy I'm a busy yeah. guy no release plan no, no release we're marketing just, bullshit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah, just yeah, gonna yeah. slowly put this up on the internet. I see. And, and see that's what cool. happens. And, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Is it electronic dance music? I don't know. There's there's other mixes that are more that way. But. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, Matt, we can go lo- a little longer here. I don't want to hurt you, but um, I'm good to you go. Have so many great. You have so many great stories. Like, are you are you sharing this in your York sessions? If I'm studying cello or improvisation with you, are you bringing out the you know, I'm sure you're talking about, uh, I don't know, weird recording sessions you've been on, all these weird ensembles. I mean, from Yo-Yo Ma through to Jonathan Richmond, like it's it's just like, are you drawing on all of this? Or is is, or is Corey Lakovich t- talking about this with you in, in that lesson? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so yeah. rich. I don't know. We can go anywhere with our stories here. I want to yeah. hear like, give me your wildest Wildest thing with Tom? Me- memory, <laughs> not even with Tom, just like memory from your career. Like I just, you, 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 you see. Okay, like wildest, you... wildest, well, I think, I mean, there's so many funny stretch. I mean, because Ken, yeah. Ke- I mean, Kevin is just, yeah. you no, know, he's one of the funniest people on the, he is. On, on the planet. Yeah. Oh, like we play yeah. the Allura Raceway. And okay. then we and and Kevin said, "Oh, let's drag." They have this like giant plasticine horse, so mm-hmm. we decided we were going to move it, and like no one just stopped it. So we just like drug <laughs> the horse on the stage. Sounds like a Salvador Dali film or something. Yes, yeah, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So and then uh, Kevin puts his hat on it, or oh, the God. time oh, we God. show up. Uh, yeah, we showed up to some gig. Uh, Oh, it was the Cam Loops out near Cam Loops? Okay. There's that festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, yeah. and they're putting us up at some obscure dirt road, total fog. We can't find the place. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. There's no one to let us in. Everyone's mm-hmm. like asleep. Mm-hmm. And then, the, so we find. They said if you if you uh, can't find your keys, whatever. Use this bear horn so we go out in the driveway. <laughs> Total darkness, not even stars, no moon. That's amazing. That's and amazing. Just, <laughs> like that. That's and music. Like, shut, That's music. Shut the fuck up, right? And wow. this guy wow. comes down wow. from some cabin, like screaming, "Oh man, I didn't know you're showing up today." It's like, oh. oh wow, wow, wow. Where do we sleep? Yeah, it's the Where best. Where do we sleep? That's the best. That's the best. I'm sure you um, have your stories too. Oh, how did, how did you meet those guys in the stretch work? Like that is a band I'd love to tour with. The three of you oh. are like like the the. Oh yeah, Jesse. I would love to spend time with. Yeah, Jesse's pretty funny himself. Can beautiful people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and what a beautiful person. Yeah. yeah uh, everyone in this band is like a, a a powerhouse. It's just like, yeah. Okay, uh, Kevin. I actually he was on Lilith Fair. 
And I think I first met him because he was playing with Cassandra Wilson. If my okay, right, right, beautiful, beautiful. And then I think I met him again through possibly uh, through Anne Bourne, the cellist. Yes. Uh, at some event that Ben was playing Hurdy Gurdy that was up in Alora, and I think I met beautiful, Kevin there. Beautiful, yeah, because Kevin was living out there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and then I think Stretch Orchestra kind of was a Guelph Jazz Festival, almost almost like a created creation. animal. Creation, wow. Yeah, it was like creation. Sick. It was like, it was Sick. Like, I think, if my memory is correct, like Ajay said, hey, let's put these people together and see what happens. And like, I, it really, I love that. It really stuck. It was like, wow, this is happening. Yeah. For me, that feels like how you have a lineage to clarinet panic. Ajay yeah. has a, a lineage to stretch orchestra and a bit of a, I'm sure he's very proud of that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, is there other future works, uh, future collaborations in the world? Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're writing right now. You are? You, you yeah, stretch we're writing. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. really wonderful. So writing, I, don't, I don't know when it's going to happen because we okay. really feel like we have to be in the same physical space. Yeah, yeah. I, record. I agree with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. After a lot of discussion, like including yeah. like, you know, even sort of attempting to like, you know, try to get something down with file sharing, whatever. Yeah, it was like, yeah. no, we got to be in the same room. because yeah. And it'll happen. It'll yeah, happen. It'll happen. Yeah. We just yeah. have to be patient. You know. Cool. Well, here here comes. Uh, let's play Punky Doodles Corners yeah. from their Juno winning record. Right? Can yeah. we say that? We can say yeah. that. Yeah. We yeah. We won a Juno. They won a Juno. This is the Stretch Orchestra episode fifty seven. Jesse Stewart, episode twenty two. Kevin Bright, and now, welcome to Industry Tactics, Matt Brubeck. What a thrill. <laughs>
holy shit, what a band. And you guys are all like seven foot tall weirdos. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, used to yeah, be called yeah. the tall boys. That was like, a, I think, Wolf Jazz Festival. Our first, or yeah, was our, yeah, we were called the tall boys. And then Kevin found out there was a, a, a country band that he did not think okay. of okay. Uh, very called highly. Tall yeah, Boys, okay. and we said, and, "Yeah, who who renamed it? That's a great oh, name." Oh, then, oh, yeah. Well, then I I don't know who I can't even remember whose name who great. came up with it, but we're all like, "Hey, hey, stretch." It might have been like some crew at some festival guy didn't know our names. Is that hey stretch? And then we're all like, and, "Who? <laughs> Which of us are you talking?" Because we're all over like six three, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Which one of us? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really great, man. Um, well, look, what before we before we end, and I want to end with some of uh, the the Kaylee Staples work that you're about to release. That's coming out uh, this month. We're releasing this in August, and and thanks again to the Guelph Jazz Festival for for helping uh, support this episode of oh. Industry Tactics. We're nice. we're doing a partnership this month, uh, so that's really special. Um, Everyone loves a cello. Let's go back to that line as we we finish. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like everybody wants a cellist in in their band. What's the what do you, what do you mean? Well, by there that? was there was a while. I was saying there was 90s. a moment. Yeah. There was yeah. a moment. Like remember that early, uh, even like Courtney Love, like on MTV Unplugged. Like, right. I think right, Ralph right. did that. I think, and yeah. I think Eric Friedlander played cello on that. Right. Oh, there was right, Nirvana right. Unplugged. It might have involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Good um, point. Good one. So they like it was like it's it was yeah it was a moment. It needs it, some of that modeling though, right? Like you yeah. put that on MTV and all of a sudden, right? Everyone loves a cello, right? Yeah. Like it, it, that's how it works. Yeah. Now, what I think is that that could everyone likes a cello, but I also feel like everyone loves loves a cello is their favorite instrument. I never met a person who said, you know, some people like don't like the clarinet or don't mm-hmm. like the violin or trumpet I see, whatever. I see. Right. right. Everyone loves yeah. a cello, right? right. I think there's right. all sorts of reasons for that. But yeah. I think there's a two edged sword because as soon as you start doing improper things with it, yeah. they're like, Whoa. Yeah. What's yeah. that guy doing? Yeah. 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 Like they expect yeah. you to be noisy on an electric guitar, but like right. when you start right. preparing the cello right. or whatever, you know, as yeah. you heard like with the Ben Grossman thing, then like yeah. it makes yeah. people a little bit more uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean well, I think that's where that's where you're you're special because you, you kind of gravitate towards all of that, right? I mean, being raised in this kind of new music, like at all, like I, it's fun hearing what made you, what kind of made you you. Like when I hear about like little inklings into your path, right? Like yeah. it's it's no surprise where you sit in 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 this in the history of the instrument. Let's say, right? It's like yeah, yeah. yeah I think that like when I really started doing a bit of research and a lot of thinking about it, mm-hmm. I really felt like how you're supposed to sound as a classical cellist is based on the bel canto Italian mm-hmm. singing model, right? With the vibrato, right. the way you scoop right. to the notes. Right. Right. And so like my relearning, even though I'm not aware of it at the time is like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm less, I must have to get my sound. I must've been listening to blues singers, like the African American ah. tradition. Right. Right. And, right. The, the, this is a great Tom Waits story, is that we I forget which session it was. It mm. was a let's say it was one of the ballads on on Alice or something like that, right? Right, because you get uh, called back. To yeah, do all right. That work. Did, yeah, yeah, right. And it's a ballad. It's maybe it's a love song. It's sad, and mm. I'm playing on it. And then Tom's comment 
afterwards he said, uh, Matt, I, I'm really, I'm not looking for cello equals sad here. Okay. Right. right. And, and I've, and, uh, and that got me thinking about like, yeah, how many film soundtracks when the person's yeah. dying of cancer yeah. or the orphans or whatever, the bring cello the comes, bring yeah, in the yeah. cellos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, there's all yeah, this cultural baggage like associated yeah. with the instrument. And then I was thought, yeah. yeah, like Tom hired me because he knew I was capable of not being cello equals right. sad. Right. Right. Right, and right. I had not quite read the tea leaves right for what he mm-hmm. wanted. Like mm-hmm. he wanted something a little more like what Ralph would have done right. on on right. you know bass saxophone on the track right. or something. Right. right, 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 right. Yeah, it's interesting, right? That whole family of of, of weirdo innovators on each of their instruments just coming together, right? It's, yeah. I, I really, I love that. I love that in, in many you know, we, we all have this, right. These communities that we form through, through our, 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 our lives. And you have it in, in like, I mean, you have, you have multiple planets uh, <laughs> at this point, just hearing you go, you know, it's, um, do you connect a lot with like the New York scene at any point, or is it through like some of these collaborations that I guess like the, I'm thinking like the John Zorn, all of that world, like, do you, do you do a lot of time? With- I, uh, the old- <laughs> I had a I had a telephone conversation okay. uh, uh, with Zorn because Eric had double booked himself. Ah. But but yeah, no, this is so, okay. so silly. I came this close to doing okay. a European tour, oh, uh, wow. and but, uh, sadly it didn't wow. happen. But I was like on yeah. on a map. I think of through Greg Cohen, right? Because Greg right. is connected to you know. Um, right, right, right. right. Yeah. So yeah, That's I mean, I, don't, I I wouldn't say that I was like really super connected. A yeah. lot of the New York scene was populated by people who, who said, yeah. said like Kenny Wallison, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, the Bay Area is great, but the dot com scene is making the rent so expensive. Yeah. I can actually live in Brooklyn before yeah. it was trendy cheaper, right? Than I can in Oakland, right? 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 right. So there was a great sort of like there was kind of a diaspora at people. I think that Trevor places. Dunn, that's what threw him out that way. Yeah. Too. Oh, absolutely. It's similar, similar path. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Trevor was the guy for a long yeah. time, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 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 No, it's, it's really beautiful, man. Um, I, well, one last question. Pick, pick one. Uh, unless you want to answer both. Well, I should talk approach? about, we gonna talk, yeah. should we talk about the Kaylee thing? Oh, like absolutely. That? That's going to yeah, be our closer. Yeah. But, but how do you approach or take on new projects at this stage in your career? Like, how do you, how do you, and may, maybe you want to actually bring in this, this Kaylee project of like, are, do you, do you, have you always been very selective in the way that you go about it? Or when a new project comes to you, hmm. I don't know, how do you, how do you kind of take it on? Or, or <laughs> Yeah, the short answer, carefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really make sure that um, what I'm doing feels right, right for me. That it's that the project is the ecosystem that I feel that I'm comfortable with, and I can really, mm-hmm. you know, if it's if it has demands that I can really fully support with my time and my nice. effort, you know. Nice. Um, and, and yeah, like, I think yeah. the pivot for me, like now I, I've, I've pivoted more to education. Like I, I could say that, mm-hmm. yeah, doing all the rock tours, you know, I guess the yeah. girls, Dixie Chicks, right? Like 
there, yeah, there was a certain point where I started, like, I don't think I ever, like, quote, phoned it in, but there was also a point where I was like, I don't know if this is entirely me, like, uh, doing it. Uh, uh. And I thought, like, well, maybe, like, I think, like, teaching has to be 100% you, right? Mm-hmm. Or else you're not a good teacher, right? Yeah. So that's why I felt yeah. like, and also because yeah. I have a family, I didn't want to yeah. be on these long, God, like, you know, Dixie Chick Store, that was 60 arena shows. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon my French. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a <laughs> that's lot. A of, that's huge like a huge yeah. tour. And yeah. like only hotels on the day off. You wake up on the bus yeah. at the arena. You're there the whole day. Like that's rough psychologically. I'm not complaining, but, yeah. you know, it takes its toll. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know? Sure. 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 Um, and I've, so it's like, you know, there's got to be. And, and so I, I made some connections, you know. Uh, I like that. Oh, my God. I, I, I feel like teaching. I'm. I feel like I'm studying with you, spending this last hour with you, and I, I get—I really get a sense of, of the care that you would put into into your something like your teaching, right? Um, that that poser line uh, rings true. Like you can't be bullshitting uh, as as a teacher because that you, you smell that a mile away as a student, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? And what is your like your what still excites you about this? My last question for you before we get into this this Cali project, Cali project is what still excites you about this journey you have, lifelong journey with music? Um, I'm ex- I'm I'm very excited because I'm excited by I'm excited by new technologies. I feel yeah. like I'm a little late coming to them because yeah. I've been so busy doing other things. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited by that possible. I'm excited that I could collaborate. You know, maybe like maybe when five G is in, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. we really play live? Yeah, yeah. with yeah. someone in California. Yeah, yeah. like how, like with with with, uh, yeah. with just the latency. That after yeah. all, there's latency when you're in the same acoustic space. Like right. equivalent right. to that, right. Right? Right. right? That would be, yeah, that would be really amazing. You know, the, yeah. the, and that would this would change things yeah. so yeah. much about the nature of whatever possible collaborative projects, bands where people are far flung. Um, like, um, in VR yeah. right now, bands are forming in in virtual reality where people are coming from all over the world to mm-hmm. to play in VR on invented musical instruments. Mm-hmm. It's not quite there yet, but I'm seeing it. It's coming, and it's mm-hmm. like how far out is that? You start a band, you know. I'm questioning it though because I think the starting of a band is that you need that human connection still. So I, I it's going to be interesting to see how all of this stuff evolves, right? Like, yeah, I'm not. Per- yeah, I would never like. Yeah, I would be hesitant about some person that I didn't have live yeah. playing experience with. There right? you go. I, I like agree if with you. You got to have yeah. the yeah. live connection, and yeah, yeah. Even it's if it was ten years, even if it was ten years ago, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, that's what makes this special and magical and, you know, worth pursuing is the human connection, right? <laughs> it's And the, of course, the music that you make through that. Um, talk to us about uh, Kaylee as we set, set yeah. this up. Uh, what, so there's a there's a new record. Co- is this a new record? A new release? Yeah, it's a new release. Wonderful. Uh, and basically, uh, Kaylee was a student of mine at York. Mm-hmm. In, in mm-hmm. private lessons and improvisation, and mm-hmm. and uh, basically she uh, she's we initiated this practice together. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which, is she a cellist as well, Matt? I know she's a vocalist. Vo- she's a vocalist, and a, and you you play cello on it. Okay, okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. And sometimes I play piano, sometimes I play cello. Um, oh, cool, cool. And uh, she had developed this amazing ability to just mm-hmm. create songs on the spot. So this, oh um, wow, we're calling it the Lily. These six tracks, mm-hmm. as Kaylee put it, these six tracks took as long to record as it is to hear this is it it's 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 her jagged little pill then <laughs> yeah oh i don't know is that is really is that, is that apparently those songs were written in 15 minutes but that's a, I, I think a, a bad joke but that's amazing that's amazing okay so yeah so so and kaylee it's made on the spot it's, wow. it's these so like and, and like i think i'm really hoping like this will be band camp release people yeah, that, yeah. like will read the liner notes cool, and understand cool. That you are hearing songs oh, that's that were fun. not sweat over, like this just happened. And, it's and done. you as well? Like both of you in the room or This so? is two people in the room. Beautiful. Spit, and 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 we just and we just did it. Spit it out. This is Spit called Spit It Out. N- not the same. This is called Not the Same. How beautiful. You on cello and, and Kaylee, Kaylee Staples on a singing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking you please On this night Listen to me Death was such a surprise But not the way the light changed It, man, I got to tell you, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, congratulations on this new release. Uh, w- when is it out? Do you know when it's out in August? Yeah, we're aiming for uh, we're aiming for the early August Bandcamp okay. Friday. Oh, okay, uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so I think that's the, that's the industry strategy right now. Industry strategy, and it'll be <laughs> yeah. out by the time I think this this episode comes out. Then, so go check out Kaylee Staples, C A L L I E Staples. And uh, this new six-track release called The Lily? Yeah, because why gild the lily? Like, it's... Oh, 
beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Shakespeare, right? It's yeah. it's yeah. It's perfect. Mario the Lily, beautiful. Yeah, like I know that we could have got together and say, "Oh, we've got all these rough things. Let's make songs." And we're like, yeah. "No, yeah. Yeah. this is I like this, this. Is, this is what it is. This is improvised music. What throws people yeah. is this improvised yeah. music with lyrics." Right, 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 right. And this right. get this that that feel almost goes back to the vibe you were talking about with working with Tom Waits of n- no chart really, just a you know a heads up hockey essentially in terms of the way that you're creating. Heads, that's good. Right. Heads heads up hockey. Yeah. A slow yeah. break. Yes. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the yeah. I've, I've, that's that's very well put. We're finding we're finding our way through the music as it's as it's being created. Man, I, it is a absolute delight to have you in this catalog of wonderful humans i've had the honor of speaking with this one really sticks out for me i really appreciate connecting with you in a, in a deeper way than we have in the past you know and hey, i really appreciate I, it I'm, yeah. I'm delighted to be here and may we meet in person it would be a joy to see you in the in the real thing we will make it happen um take good care any last thoughts like um a golden nugget a career if you're a young musician thinking of getting into this silly universe of music i, I you know Any what golden I've, nuggets from matt brubeck yeah i mean i did circling back that's funny i my my son gave me socks that said <laughs> that says giant music snob <laughs> that you I wear not. that yeah right no no i say don't be a giant music snob uh-huh. like uh-huh good try good. things like the worst if someone calls that. you to do something and it's like oh man i don't know if i like this music yeah. See if you do. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it. yeah. I love like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 I didn't know anything about like Celtic Canadian music when Natalie McMaster found me. Yeah. Right, right. 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 But I said, look, look, either I'll just be terrible at this and they won't hire me, you know, or mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like, you know, and the, the, she did hire me. So, like, because it's right. like, right. yeah, I'll do this. Right. I, right. I don't know. A, yeah, I barely knew a reel from a Strass Bay. You know, right? I had to yeah. learn on the gig, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm saying is, um, like, be receptive to like just just try things. The worst you can do is make a fool of yourself, and you only did it for one night only, or one audition, and or you a won't. 60, yeah, or a sixty arena tour, but you did it. You did it. You you, right? you you did it, and you learned, and and I learned a lot, even on that sixty arena tour. Oh, you grow, yeah, you absolutely. grow. There were all these beautiful, what I didn't anticipate, there were these great mandolin and guitar and fiddle, bluegrass musicians. And and that's hard music to play because because the changes are like so triad, right? So what are the weird notes you can play on triads? Like I never even thought about that before, right? right? Right. And it's like, oh man, this is a beautiful thing. And and I have a better appreciation for that music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so work leads to work. Don't be a music snob. Oh, Try I things. It. I love it. Do you th- do you do you think about your father when in the middle of all this? Like, how does how does he come into your brain when you're making music, or does that the, your your mom as well, for that matter? I just I think of yeah the imprint that they left on you with music. You know. Yeah, he. Um... He he like he really like he was so true to himself. He's he's he stayed on his own thing, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when the critics didn't like him, whatever. Uh. Uh, you know, just like, sure, yeah. like getting brickbats thrown at you, you know, <laughs> can't can't affect you, but like, you know, conviction in yourself that you have something, you know, that's so important to be a musician. Like, yeah. you got to believe, everyone has yeah. done something in music has really had that conviction that they have uh. something to offer and they yeah. they just don't pay attention to the, yeah. you know, Monk, Arnett, yeah. Ellington, whoever. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just do it. Like, they have this inner yeah. core that belief that yeah. what they have is important, that needs yeah. to be offered to the world and needs to be brought forth. And that, and whether it's composition, improvisation, being a jazzer, mm -hmm. being a mm -hmm. singer-songwriter, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. got to have, you got to have that. And uh, yeah. mm. uh, I'm sure I'm preaching to the converted here, all the people listening, but, you know. No, no, no. We're, that's we're, important. we're soaking and, it in. Yeah. And don't, yeah. don't yeah. get, try things, and then don't get involved with things that you find yourself alienated from, right? It's like, right. you know, right. if this isn't for you, then gracefully say thank you and bow out. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be a completist. We're going to end this sucker with <laughs> Ugly Beauties. This is Matt Brubeck and Marilyn Lerner. We did it. I think we played all six tracks. Wow. We'll see you soon. Yeah, take care, Thank man. you for, for sharing. Hey, that was beautiful. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I've, I've really enjoyed listening to the podcasts. Uh, you know? Thanks, Allison man. Cameron and I'm learning oh, yeah. about people like I you know, like I know Allison but yeah. I, I like learning about hearing these people I don't know yeah. right yeah. Oh, yeah that's cool that's uh, that's the idea I really appreciate those words yeah so keep thank it you, up man. thank you thank you
I'm back. Thank you to Matt Brubeck for being a part of the Industry Tactics uh, archive of, of, of really interesting interviews that I'm honored to, uh, to have conducted. And I'm here. That's, this is a special co-presentation with the Guelph Jazz Festival. And I'm here with their artistic and managing director, Scott Thompson, and assistant artistic manager, artistic and general di- director, uh, Karen Ng. Did I, I fuck that up? <laughs> It's all good. Artist, it's a mouthful. Artistic and general director. Okay. Uh, so I'm here with Scott and Karen. Um, what did you think of that interview? I've always admired Matt Brubeck. He's such a generous spirit and a phenomenal musician. I remember when he moved to the region mm-hmm. and he just, he's, he's so humble, but he's a massive talent. And I remember getting him involved in, in some events uh, convened by AIM Toronto, and that's that's got to be 10, 15, more than, yeah, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's inspired a lot of m- young musicians with his teaching at York University. Mm-hmm. And then there's contributions to the Guelph Jazz Festival, including a very beautiful solo concert that I attended, uh, I'm going to say 10 years ago now, maybe a little bit less than that, in St. George's Church along with collaborations with uh, Nick Fraser and Marilyn Lerner and the Ugly Beauties, oh, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it's great to um, engage with Matt, um, not only in Guelph, but in Southern Ontario, creative music in general. And we were um, lucky enough to actually get to see Matt in person uh, just yeah. a few short weeks ago. Um, he attended our last live event, which was uh, our Arborian Tearing, which is yeah. uh, Scott's site-specific piece for yeah. 
the Arboretum. Um, and it was just such a joy to see him. Uh, it's been a while. And Lisa Conway actually was uh, helping out at that event. And they hadn't seen each other for years since since mm-hmm. York, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a nice, yeah, nice moment to actually get to see him in person, in the flesh. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thanks again, Matt Brubeck. And uh, listen, if you if you're if if it's not on your radar, gentle listeners, uh, go to GuelphJazzFestival.com to check out their their lineup. And it's once again, it's on the 14th of September. It starts and it runs through to the 19th. We hope to see you there, and we'll see you again next week on Industry Tactics. <laughs>